Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast session, Talk Architecture. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaqub. Well, this morning, the Americans were talking about design education. I caught it in the Clubhouse app. The Clubhouse room that hosted it was Design Career Masterclass and led by the moderator Petrula Rontikis. Now, when I look at all the um, other bios, many of them are from graphic design and many of them were educators. And the, the, how is it connected to architecture? Obviously, design education is some of the stuff that we discuss about design education is pertinent to architecture education because the core of our profession is design and design studio. And... um this morning's discussion was was the what I wanted to hear, and you know because of time differences, we managed to catch it early in the morning where in America is exactly the opposite if it's seven a m here it's seven p m there so we've got to catch this conversation because you have to know the timing of people. In America, uh, they would be discussing it Thursday evening. That is the best time, I suppose, uh, having gone through the whole week working and they have so many ideas. So it's the end of the week where such con- conversations going to happen in the evening after dinner. And um, it's an after dinner talk, really. What was great about this uh, clubhouse room design career masterclass with 711 followers. I hope to get into that. I'm just, I just clicked the follow button. button. Um, is that the moderation is superb, uh, meaning the invitation to certain, they invited certain individuals or these individuals are are also the moderators, and they they have futuristic ideas on design education. This is what we're looking for, these ideas, and keeping the conversation going on to pique our interests um, regarding design. We've got to... This is not even interdisciplinary. This is not even architecture and medicine, which is very difficult, you know, to negotiate uh, in terms of uh, the commonalities are very, very few. But with other designers, such as graphic design, product design, um, industrial design to a certain extent, um, interior design, obviously, anything to do with the building, obviously, construction, quite obvious in what other things to discuss about, but 
this one, design per se, and the business of education. Now, the business of education, where does it run? This It is run by universities. And the what are universities? And one of the things that was um debated was uh yeah somebody quote uh, quoted um his uh interaction with students and students was the students um uh were were asking why they're paying for so so much money whereby they don't get the relevant learning experience um you can get the more pertinent learning experience through social media such as YouTube. There were the more radical ones in the group talking about how he became a YouTube's uh, influencer and giving short reels and descriptions about a lot of stuff. Um, his name is Chris Do. Yeah, D-O, Chris Do. And um, future his his um, YouTube channel is something to do with future, and he he gives information on how the how to information, which is what you pay for this uh, to be taught to be given in universities. You know, to that's what you want to know, and and. Um, and there was a criticism about lecture uh, academics just concentrating on writing books and they're not really interested in teaching which is which is what's happening in Malaysia as well and i don't want to go into the malaysian context just yet i'm just going to f- just tr- peel away or take away what i learned this morning uh that one of them asked how come universities are not adapt to change changes in how society um, is learning through social media? How come uh, universities are really slow and uh, to adapt? Yeah. So at first she asked this question, but Petrula asked this question. Her full name is Petrula Vrontikis, V-R-O-N-T-I-K-I-S. She's available in LinkedIn. So, um, this educator asking those questions that I was thinking about as well. And when we want to have innovation in teaching or we want to it's just basically teachers who want to teach stuff that promotes creativity, more creativity or creates a conversation. They're not really interested in that. They're interested in products and ranking, right? Uh, publication. Yeah, that's, that's what is happening where the emphasis is on the ranking and pub- publication. And, um, not really on the teaching and innovation and teaching. I mean, they they do encourage that, but that's not emphasized. And uh, 
Now I, he- I am hearing in America similar things are happening. And this, this issue of universities not adapting, she said that could it be that there are a lot of investment in universities, meaning that there are companies or multinational companies or businesses uh, investing on some research maybe or, you know, um, influencing how the universities operate because of their interests. Now, this suddenly make me think maybe in medicine or engineering that's very much oriented to product um deliveries or having to come up with commercialization because i've had the uh, experience of being a startup uh, business part in a in in the in university of malaya and and um yeah it's a way for me to to have an outlet for uh my my university career apart from administration and teaching and um there's another case study in national university of singapore which we visited and we visited the a bigger setup a much more energized setup um that produces more accelerators and business startups there among the uh, academics and students. Now, one thing about students experimenting and commercializing is a good thing. I mean, the ideas can be continued after graduation. Uh, in University of Malaya, we don't have emphasis on the student startups, more with the academics, and even that, it's up to you, really. There are work- workshops but you know, when you look at the whole thing about university, about teaching, uh, and in particular about the design courses in University of Malaya, architecture is only one design courses that no, there are no other design courses. So I'd wonder about the other universities, how they are doing the ones with many design courses, uh, the related ones. Um, and, when you look at a Malaysian education mimicking or referring to the ranking uh, system, and this was set up by, uh, I don't know, Times sub QS ranking and Times education. This are how it started and how the ranking, the ranking is always, Evident who are the the front runners? It's always uh, Cam- uh, Cambridge, Harvard, Yale. You know, it's the usual uh, universities are ranked, and then um, Oxford, yeah. Um, and for in the Asian context, National University of Singapore, they have their own thing, their own setup, their own context in their own country. So we sometime trying to 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 compete from a different context and my criticism is basically 
uh, in Unisteam layer, architecture is very, very, very small, and it's, un, it's in the faculty a built environment with a construction related, a property and construction related emphasis. So we're not the design school. So we, we just struggle along and try to compete. And design is something that is not prioritized, in my opinion. And theory of architecture would be even below that. So really, I am looking at how this impacted me and some of the staff who are wanting to to focus on design studio teaching and and getting um, backing for that. In fact, when I had a grant in 2013 or 2014, the UMRG grant, which is about architecture education, I had to, to suit to... Well, we managed to get that grant yeah, I had to suit to the conditions of what they they asked for. And I recall proposing three sub-research uh, under one big research. And one is on, on, on the making or the, the um, I recall, is to do with uh, the maker. And the other two is more on joint collaboration and the other one is just on the studio education. What was noticeable is I managed to get the grant to help fund the publication for the school's book. Uh, you know, it's 30,000 ringgit, and you don't usually get the amount of money. And it just depends on who is the, uh, the one chairing chairing the me the decision making on that grant and that was this is in, in itself an interesting uh, retrospection on how we survive in, in the bigger picture of design education and how in the future design education is going to evolve um that was just a few years back really 10 years back and things are moving very fast and i'm looking at doing a program where under community engagement where students could could promote disability awareness through doing TikTok. Now that's very relevant. It's, it's, it's that 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 course is a university course, community engagement. But these are architectural students, so it's very, still very relevant because uh, there's creativity needed. There is research on the subject. There could be interviews with the, 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 what they want to represent, what they want to find out more and impact on so, social media, uh, doing social media to the public. Maybe they have been following social media platforms such as TikTok, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Not so much Facebook, as we know from this generation, but TikTok in particular, and how TikTok's not just about dancing around and twirling around. I mean, I'm not criticizing those things, but it's not about teenage, um, teenage, you know, bubblegum material. I don't know. What do you call them? 
Uh, you know what I mean, I hope. But it's, uh, it could be something promoting business, TikTok, or it could be something uh, promoting awareness. I've seen a few TikTok videos that were shared to me by a friend on awareness uh, of certain groups. So uh, this is something that, that uh, are universities referring to that? Because I did Clubhouse, sorry, I did um, podcasts, that's what I'm doing now. But, you know, when I tell people I'm doing po- a, a podcast, there is not a flicker. Well, I don't see a flicker of interest. Then when I say uh, three, uh, how many thousand downloads, just say I say 3,000 downloads I had since April 2020, Excuse me. Maybe um, they're thinking, oh, you're not one million subscribers in YouTube. I mean, th- that's what they, that's the general notion. But when we have a lot of downloads for an, a niche top, uh, subject, such as architecture education, you know, um, I'm not trying to, what do you call it? Um trying to say anything here but the fact is those who are appraising you for your key performance indicators hey i'm i have about this 3000 downloads and 100 episodes they just well it's just you know what did it it's and then okay i'm going to have to ip this for each one let's see what happens and then when you show quantity then they'll think, oh, yeah, well, that's a lot, you know. But it's not something that is, you don't measure it in, in how it influences people. You do say that there are global audiences. Now, why is it so relevant to talk about this? Is because the, the ones that are making the decisions in the universities are still thinking of that professor producing books and thinking that that will help society. Isn't the role of universities helping society and make, and getting people to learn and innovate that it just goes against what's happening currently? Cause these are 20 year olds, you know, um, the undergraduates, the postgraduates. Well, that's university for you. So we shall see the future of education coming up soon. Society is going to influence um, education, uh, how education is going to run. The ranking system has been criticized. Things are going to influence in a different way. The big business are, you know, COVID-19 and the big business and how businesses are created and the small businesses that is happening all over the world could influence how universities need to reinvent itself. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a good day.